This is the podcast. Yay. Fabulous Adam Richard, outrageous Scott Brennan, punctual Toby Sullivan. Is this going to take long? Uh, <laughs> who knows what dreadful creatures inhabit the reaches of this galaxy? All right, girls, I've got a dilemma. What? Now, I don't know whether I should do this as a deer talking puffy to you, poofters. Yeah. Hello, Wes. Find. Uh, or, <laughs> or I should start a new segment called Straight Say the Darndest Things. <laughs> Oh, I like the, I like the latter. Oh, here yeah, we go. Here we go. Um, yes. I have, you know, I have some straight friends. Yes. And some of them are bottom Legos, and some of them are top Legos. What are they called? Men and women. Yeah, that. Right. Ah. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and one of my female friends, mm-hmm. yes, told me that she has been having sexual relations. Yes. With one of my male friends. Right. Yes. And he has said, Bupkis. What? Like, fuck all. He said nothing to, to you, you. To me. Oh. Nothing oh, at all. And she said, like, I think I've got feelings for him. And I'm like, do you know what? And I'm like, oh, well, don't ask me to be in the middle of this because he hasn't mentioned it to me. So I can't go, oh, hey, I know you're sticking it to. Oh, so oh, she, she right. was like, I've got feelings. Can you. And he's just like, have a quiet word. Well, he's not mentioned it to me. So I don't feel like I can broach it with him. I so why go, do you think he ha- hasn't mentioned it? Why, why does he feel embarrassed? Well, I don't think he's embarrassed. I think he's just, you know. What? Or, he's, or he's just having a quiet fuck. He's just and fucking her and then fucking off. Yeah. D- how geez. close is he to him? I'm probably closer to him than I am to her. Oh, oh. oh right. I know, it's weird. I want to know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Talk poofy to me. Oh, sick in my mouth. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, wow. God. Do you know what? If I was him, I wouldn't say anything either. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, that's. <laughs> I think he's done the right thing. I think he is. Fucking, you know what? They are their own worst enemy. People are just their own worst enemy. That is a bonehead move. That is ridiculous. What good can come of that? Yeah, Mm -mm -mm -mm. I know. What good can come of that? And what is she thinking? What? What? Really? He's going to, this is the start of something big with those two? Yeah. It is not. My arms are up in the air. I can't believe it. Stupid. Because, especially with the amount of... Uh, see this, I can't. So I shouldn't have told you. There's though, baggage. There's baggage. There's, There's baggage. a lot of baggage there. Well, look, it's happened um, before. Well, no, you have to. You have to tell <laughs> yeah. us because every situation is unique. Yes. 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 Everything exists in its own universe. You yeah. can't offer general advice on this kind of thing. But yeah. Um. Um. Maybe in, in shortness, these are two people doing it who should not be doing it. Yeah. It is a bad idea. Yeah. But that, yeah. that's beside they, the point. They are a bad match, that's and they beside, both know that they're a bad match. That's beside the point. But what do I do as the, like... Piggy in the middle. Yeah. Piggy in the middle, particularly yeah, that it. he hasn't actually spoken to you. So but I, then again, I haven't brought it up because I don't think it's appropriate. You yeah. Can, you but, can, what, you, what, but how's it, like, would it be worse if he spoke to you about it and said, I've been boning, and uh, I think she's got feelings for me, and I... Don't have them for her. Would that be better or worse? No, I'm no, cold. But, but, I'm but, cold enough to be. Not yeah, right. About that. <laughs> but then he's brought it up, which means he's yeah, opened yes. the floodgates so you can talk about. Yeah. It. Because look, it, it's <clears throat> it's happened with them before, like years and years ago. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And he brought it up. Right. And yeah. now this time she's brought it up and he ha- and she hadn't brought it up with me last time. Right. Sorry, is it can I clarify, is this like a regular ongoing thing or this is just like No, 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 it happened off. years ago. It was and a kind of a regular again. ongoing thing. No, right. I mean now. I think quite casual. Now I don't really know what the it's context like is a now. A couple of roots. Do you know I what I reckon? I think it was been like more than one. You've got an right. out. You've got an out because he hasn't mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of perfect way to be able to throw your hands. Well, I haven't, I haven't called away. her back because I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know what to. 
Do you know what? I would mention it to him. If it was me, I would mention it to you him. Just want to make, you just wanted to do that to hear the result. No, yeah. because I can't, because he, in this instance, he's a good friend. Yeah. yeah. And you couldn't, the static in the back of my head would be too much. Yeah. yeah. And also, but you know what? I'd be there talking about coffee or whatever, and in the back of your and head, no, you're thinking, knowing him. Yeah, yeah. Over time, the static goes away, though. Like when you cheat on your partner, it goes away after a while. <laughs> You're getting that, everyone? You're getting that? <laughs> you know, like the, that for the first few weeks when you think you might have crabs and given it to them. Uh, yes. Like, yes, oh my yes, God, yes. I'm going to have to mention that I accidentally stuck my dick in someone else. Ah! And then after a while, it just becomes an you occasional learn how to it out. Yeah. niggling thing. That you'd, so, yeah, I haven't yeah. actually thought about it for about a week or two. It's just that I wanted to bring it up. Yeah, here. okay. Yeah. Okay. And so but it, I know what you mean. It, like, you almost want to mention it, knowing both of them, as we all do, mm. you, I, like, you'd almost want to mention it to him and just go, run. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there's, there's also just, well, it is a bit like that, isn't it, in terms of going, uh, my... <clears throat> Knowing, without knowing them or not knowing them, is going. Do you actually think that it would be a good thing if these two people are together? Because if you do, then I'd go and talk to him mm. about it f- for the positive energy of that possible mm. thing to say she's coming to. So I don't know. You know what? I I don't like to get involved in either way because there have been instances where I've said, "Oh, I think so and so would be." You would like so and so, and then they end up hooking up, and then for some reason, eight months later, when he's stolen her car, it's all my fault. <laughs> it's yeah. all well, should, my yeah. fucking fault. You shouldn't fault. have so set all those girls up with Chopper Reed. Chins up, boobs out. It's showtime. Well, it's time to talk to. I think we're getting a new sexpert. We are. We're not a replacement sexpert. We're getting an actual sex therapist. A sex therapist. A sex actual sexpert. An actual. That is. Yes. That is her voice you can hear now. Cindy Darnell, how are you, darling? I'm very well, lovely. How are you? Excellent. Oh, now, you right. do work with the Minus 18 group, which yes. is, you know... The you... Minus 18 sex gurus, specifically. Sex gurus. Mm. Now, That's a lot of pressure. We do yep. get a lot of le- letters here from people who've not yet have had sex, and for some reason they think three ageing poofters might be <laughs> people you should talk <laughs> to. Might be good mentors, And yes. we're not. Uh, so no, we... our advice is always, don't even get started there. <laughs> <laughs> it ends in tears and shopping. <laughs> Rub yourself off in front of a Ryan Gosling movie. Go home. <laughs> That's so we thought we should get some actual advice. <laughs> Good yes. Now you now you are a sex therapist and you I are am. the mentor to the minus eighteen sex gurus. What's what what uh, what's that about? So the Minus 18 is an organisation who advocate on behalf of queer and gender-questioning youngsters, uh, not necessarily under 18, but predominantly under 18. And they have those parties, because mm-hmm. you can't go to nightclubs, clearly, when oh, you're yes. under Yeah, 18. so they put on a lot of events for young queer kids, and they have sort of, they had a formal a couple of months ago, and oh, yes. um, in response to the high school thing of where they couldn't bring same-sex partners mm. to the school formal. So they do lots of kind of events for youngsters, um, which are fantastic. And part of that is the 
program where I'm the mentor for the gurus is the gurus are a bunch of youngsters who then go to the parties and hand out information about safer sex practices and they hand out things like condoms and lube and encourage the youngsters to really talk about sex and sexuality and why it's important. Right, so, not so you, you in the closet, as it were. You train the peer educators who then go to the parties. And, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Do, right. do they oh, hand out really photos of Scott Brennan and with a big line through it <laughs> saying, no, we do not approach this yet. man? No, they, they, they don't need to. It's kind of this weird collective unconscious thing. <laughs> They, they just know. <laughs> it's in the morphic field. Yes. Don't go near Scott Brennan. That's right. So pr- presumably when you, when you start with these sex gurus, you're not starting from scratch. They know some stuff already. They know quite a lot of stuff. So depending and and have, on... they, have they got it right? <laughs> well, yeah. look, you know, as teenagers, I mean, I mean, I can ask you guys about how it is that you found out about sex. Trial and, and fucking error. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I so just put my cock it... in anything and say, if it hurt, I took it out again. Totally. And part, <laughs> part of it is that, but for a lot of these kids, they're kind of country kids, so where queerness is not necessarily... Um, it's not necessarily safe for these youngsters to no. come out often in places where they live. Mm. So they'll make the big train journey into the big smoke to come and hang out at one of these meetings and they get the opportunity to really ask the kinds of questions that I suppose are not accessible to older brothers and sisters that might be accessible to hetero youngsters right. where they're, they're feeling like they need to perhaps hide their queerness or that they're not exactly sure that they're queer or whatever it is that might be going on for them, but they know that they've got feelings. They don't know who they can talk to about it. So do, the do you know what we find here city. too is, is that there's a lot of questions from kids that um, isn't covered in mainstream high school sex education. Yeah. We get a lot of emails yeah, yeah. from kids just going, how does it work? What do exactly. I have to do? Like yeah. just, just about bum love. They, like, they yeah. don't know the mechanics of yeah. it. Or... Exactly. And that's one of the big things that we talk about in the sex gurus. Do you, is do you call it bum love? Bum. <laughs> we don't call it bum love. We call it anal sex. Right. But, you know, we're a little bit progressive like that. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it sound dirty if you call it anal sex. I prefer bum cuddles. Bum cuddles. <laughs> Special polling time. <laughs> I like to call it I can't sit down on the train on the way home from there. <laughs> Like there's, there's a lot of health-focused education, but but we've seen just with this yeah. podcast that there's not a lot of, um, uh, what would what, you call it? What goes, where? What goes nuts, where? Nuts and bolts pleasure-focused. Yeah, 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 yeah. pleasure-focused. So because these kids are youngsters, generally I, the information that I give them is based around the questions that they ask me. So Does it hurt? Well, sort of, <laughs> no, yeah, often. I mean, it is questions like that. You know, can I, can I get HIV if I swallow cum? It's things like that that they ask me. Mm-hmm. So they're the kinds of questions that I need to make sure they understand. And because I think in a lot of, certainly regional high schools, uh, the sex ed probably doesn't cover things like blowjobs and not only how to do it, but the risks involved in potentially contracting HIV or mm. chlamydia or whatever else might be around. They certainly don't cover making sure that everything's clean if you're going to rim someone either. Yeah. Well, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but these things are really important. Yeah, you don't want to come so, up looking like you've been chowing down on a caramello koala. <laughs> <laughs> Looks revolting. Oh. <laughs> Unless you've been chowing down on a caramello koala. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah if you've fine. been rimming if, a caramello koala. there's a caramello yeah, koala yeah, yeah, yeah. in there, then yeah, by yeah, all yeah, means, yeah, go sure. for it. Is that legal? <laughs> <laughs> I, see, 
yeah, I thought they were endangered too. Yeah, you can get chlamydia from koalas. You've got to be careful. Yeah. And Cindy, what, what do you find they know and what do you find they don't know? Where are the gaps? About koalas? No. <laughs> what do the kids know? Look, they know, they know some stuff, um, but there's still certainly for young boys there's that assumption that because you're queer that you have to, you have to have anal sex. Oh, yeah. right. You know, so it's that kind of stuff that, you know, that's all gay men have anal sex all the time and that's all they do. Yeah, it's really... really we're just, not all Scott Brennan, no. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it is hard to get to the shop sometimes. <laughs> so we talk about alternatives to anal sex. We talk about, you know, what it means to... Have certain certain sex acts that are identified as, as being queer. The anal sex, you know, people think, oh, that's a gay thing to do. And interestingly, you know, lots of lesbians are interested in it as well as yeah. well as straight folks. Mm. So, um, you know, the act itself doesn't necessarily loan itself to a specific yeah. group of do people. You have that- to, do you have to talk like in you know horrible euphemisms and technical language? Like, do you have to say mutual masturbation, which I always found no, well, sounded. Too technical, and I didn't yeah, want to do it. But I've been doing it for months. <laughs> so whatever the language they use, I use it with them. So right. Um, or if they ask me, is there a name for such and such, then I'll tell them. If they don't know, but whatever is their kind of language, I'll use the same language because, to my mind, if they understand it, then you know. And often I'm learning new phrases that uh, I didn't know. Or certainly went around when I was a young. What's person. your favourite new phrase? Oh God, I knew you were going to say that. Sorry, <laughs> Never bring up anything in the interview you don't want to talk about. <laughs> The most recent one I've just heard in the last couple of minutes is bum love. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't take anything from Toby Sullivan. No. He speaks his own gay language. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I might put that one to the kids next time I see them. No, and see how they react. Let's let's rap about bum love, kids. <laughs> so you would say rimming as opposed to analingus. <laughs> Uh, I would. Well, I'd probably actually say licking the ass first. Right. And then I would say this is also known as rimming or it's known as anal lingus, as or you say. Scott's handshake. Scott's <laughs> handshake, yeah. So, and I find even sort of working with t- teaching adults about sex education, making it as clear and straightforward as possible, I tend to want to err away from the clinical stuff. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's kind of partly it's boring. I study that. And my thing, my little sex nerd fetish, is to take the really clinical stuff, take that information, turn it into something that's really palatable and understandable and practical, and then disseminate that, pardon the pun, uh, into the community. So, but also, uh, you've, you've got a particular interest in it, knowing you as I do. You have a particular interest in um, talking about sex and pleasure in particular mm. because we're not, um, we're not educated about the no. pleasurable aspect of sex. Sex no, is a horrible I mean, chore. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is a horrible, horrible <laughs> chore that God has deigned that we have to do to keep our fucking partners happy. <laughs> Honestly. A man who has sex through a hole in a sheet. <laughs> if, you could, if you could buy a box from Japan, I would do it and just press a button and make it happen. I would do it. <laughs> so, yeah, look, the pleasure thing, I suppose, is one of my, my angles, my point of difference to a lot of other sex educators who... You know, the emphasis is definitely on safer sex practices and being conscious around what you're doing, but also sex for sex sake, pleasure for pleasure sake is something that I really strongly advocate. And it lends itself very much to, you know, a whole range of mental health issues and general wellness is that 
uh, you know, allowing, giving yourself permission to prioritize your pleasure yeah. um, can actually really eliminate a lot of mental health issues for a lot of folks. We live in a, such a shameful society where, you know, we're all shamed about this. I take drugs, yes. I do this, and, 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 and there's so much shame and I you know, strive to be perfect and strive to be flawless. And it's bullshit, I reckon. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think I focusing on pleasure and, and bringing awareness to your behaviour is I find is the pleasure thing is. is always left out of not only sex, but also the drug discussion. Like, everyone's talking about, oh, how bad oh, drugs absolutely. are, drugs are evil. It's like, well, surely you need to explain. Well, people go, oh, well, then why would you take them? It's yeah. like, well, because it's fun. They make you feel really yeah. good. And Nobody actually says no that. No one says that and this taking is drugs part of the is thing, fun. Exactly. So a lot of the, the youngsters with the sex education programs and the drug education programs, and I will say I actually don't do any have anything to do with the drug education no. program that's not my area um, but the sex education program side of it it really emphasizes the importance of pleasure the importance of you know communication skills that go with that obviously and um, and discussing things like porn which you know it has been a, a lot of real. information in the <laughs> yes. in the media about yeah. it lately um, and people sort of still taking really polarized views of oh it's absolutely terrible or and it, it's it's anti-love and that sex and love have to be connected and so the youngsters no, get really confused yeah. with all this stuff. Do you, do you so, find that the youngsters that you're teaching that that porn has had an influence on them? Have they seen a lot of porn and, and do, do you find the that yeah, yeah do you find that their um, ideas uh, are kind of formed by porn in some ways? Um, I think to a degree, I mean, certainly a lot of them have accessed porn and we talk about that. And the potential problem with what they're seeing is that they're seeing often what's this really extreme kind of porn, mm. uh, which in and of itself is, to my mind, kind of unpleasant, but it's accessible and it's there. Mm. And I really think we just need to talk about it instead of going, oh, oh you shouldn't be watching that. It's terrible. Mm. It's degrading. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. It's just, but it's also yeah. kind of unrealistic in a lot of well, ways, too. Is. I mean, these people are stunt people. So with these kind of double, triple penetration scenes that are going on, it looks, you know, it's visually spectacular, but these people are stunt people. It's yeah. like, you so, know. So you, you think that the, rather than trying to prohibit it, we should just uh, tell them what it is. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think yeah. prohibition only only drives the urge further underground and, and that's when it's really dangerous. Bringing it out into the open and having honest and frank conversations about it is, if you want to try you know, double penetration, Fine, knock yourself out. Oh, right, okay, well, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you need to know. And also exploring your motives for why do you want to oh. do it. And, mm. and just, just, it's certainly not, again, lifting the shame out of it. But mostly, look, the kids that I'm dealing with, they're not really asking about double penetration at this stage in their evolution. They might get into it when they're sort of in their early 20s. But at this stage... I was going to say, if they are, they have hidden talents. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're going to get A's for everything. Do you (laughs) ever talk to the kids, like these young queer kids, about not strictly like relationship stuff? Because it strikes me that that if you grow up straight, then you know how dating works and you know how girls work and how to ask a girl out and stuff. But if you come out of the closet, you know, in Bendigo or something at 17, you've kind of missed out on that education. And I wonder whether they ask you, how do I ask a boy out? Or or, do I I have to date someone before I kiss them? Or, you know. So this, 
certainly. I mean, I guess we we sort of talk about that etiquette idea, and we talk about that that notion of you know love and sex are they the same? Are they not the same? And where I think a lot of hetero kids get slammed with that information of you know a girl behaves like this and a boy behaves like this, and this mm. is what you're meant to do. Not saying I still see a lot of hetero youngsters really struggle with that as a concept anyway. Again, mm. because it's sort of it's kind of bullshit and it doesn't actually work. So of course they have to they struggle with it. Um, and with the queer kids, they seem to be, you know, what in the queer community, the role models, which are guys like you, I guess. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Abandoned ship. Oh, no. and, but, um, it's us and glee, folks. That's all you've got. <laughs> so they're going to take their cues from, from people in the community that are sort of higher profile media people and that kind of stuff. So, And the wonderful thing about the internet, of course, aside from... The kids watching extreme porn, which is a debate in and unto itself, mm-hmm. um, they do have access to websites and things where they can get information, not necessarily about courtship rituals, but once they've started in being involved in organizations like Minus 18 and they do start meeting other kids uh, with their similar interests and similar backgrounds, they've got a little network of mates that they can start bouncing ideas off of. And I think as a youngster, to have an adult come in and say, well, this is how the dating process works and you should do it like this, takes yeah, away sure, a bit sure. of the fun yeah. and excitement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and also, I just kind of sit there and hold the space for them. And if they have a question and say, you know, I've met this guy and I'm kind of into him, but I don't know what to do next, then I might talk to them about it in more depth. But mostly I'm not going to tell them how to navigate their sex lives in terms of yeah. striking up conversations. These are life skills that you really only learn by trial and error and practice uh-huh. like you guys yeah. did. So. Yeah, well, I guess it, is, it just comes down to kind of socialisation. A lot of these kids, particularly from the country, probably have never spent, you know, very rarely get to spend time with a room full of other gay people. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's that, and also the permission to be bawdy with it, the permission to be, to really camp it up if that's what they want to do or not. And because we get a lot of queer girls in there as well, there's that whole other dynamic um, and, and how those sort of two groups mix in together and then some uh, kids who are gender questioning who don't quite know where they sit on the spectrum of gender mm-hmm. um, and that's a whole process as well because then it's the, the, the sexuality no longer is a question of straight or gay it's how does this person identify and how does then that determine mm-hmm. how they're going to approach relationships yeah. and that sort of thing but you know the key is always respect Respect and communication, Respect. you can't go wrong, you know? So, Cindy, how do these kids get into it? How do these chumps who keep e- emailing us saying, how do you use lube, how do they, how do they, <laughs> how do they get out of our inbox and into your organisation, which is where they probably should be? To, for the youngsters for Minus 18? Yeah. Yes. Go to the website, minus18.org.au. Awesome. Mm. There you go, yeah. Bevan. There Bevan go, from Bevan. Newcastle, yes. wherever the fuck you're from. Um, but <laughs> um, I'm, I'm assuming there'll yes. be lots of kind of resources and contacts on that website loads anyway. Loads and loads and loads. It sounds like a really good thing to get. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being 17 and going to a gay disco? Oh, my God. Oh it just would have saved yeah. so much time. Uh, I, the first time I went, I was 18, and I'd been, you know, out for a while. But, yeah, but, I, but it wasn't with a bunch of peers. It would have no, been with no. a bunch of old... Fucking but meth queens been, at seventh heaven. I had been led <laughs> to believe, you know, from the way my straight friends talked about gay people, that I was going to turn up and it was going to be this free for all fuck fest. Yes, and mm. yep. everyone was going to be having sex, and I was terrified. And when I got to the peel, I was highly disappointed that there were a lot of ordinary looking <laughs> bogans with yeah. terrible hair <laughs> <laughs> dancing yeah. around to fucking Kylie Minogue. Yeah, and I was like. 
Oh, what was I so scared of? No yeah. one tried to even rape me in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> really disappointing. I'd really girded myself up for it because that's what straight people have told me. Yep. Yeah. Aww. Let's Gosh, face it. That's terrible. Maybe you need to have a session with me, Adam. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> you have had nights like that since. I know, since then. Yeah, been like and Cindy, can I say thank you very much for bringing up the whole pleasure thing because apart from Toby, um, <laughs> I think, you know, I think if you're not enjoying having sex, then stop doing it with that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, do it in a different a way. Of, yeah, there's a lot of reasons why people have sex and pleasure is kind of just one of them. But pleasure can also come in a bunch of different forms. So we were talking about the drugs and we we're talking about all sorts mm. of things. The things that people, what motivates people to do the things that they do is wide and varied. Um, but pleasure is one of the things that is often not really valued in our culture that, you you know, if you have to prioritise between work and pleasure, often work will come first yeah. unless, of course, mm-hmm. you have a job that brings you pleasure and then you're, you're winning all round. But sometimes when we over-prioritise work things and practical things and we forget about pleasure, that can yeah. cause imbalances in our mental and health. A, and our, our own pleasure, though, not just Absolutely. pleasure yeah. for the other person, not yeah. doing yeah. everything the other person but wants also, to do and nothing for you. Just in general, there's such a culture of, of restriction. Have less coffee, yeah. have yes. less yeah. food, yeah. Yeah. have less fucking... Yeah. What's the latest thing? Like rice after midnight. Well, you know, like oh, they have yeah, less no carbs. carbs or <laughs> no whatever. carbs after dark. <laughs> and also, like, and I, I would kind of argue generally just in education in general, everyone's kind of, you know, kids... These days are kind of being educated to be cogs in a corporate machine. You know, there's not much kind of education on how to have a good life, how to be a how good person, yourself. how yeah. to how to feel good about yourself. Yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff. It's you, all about you've got to get this job and you've you got to have teach a big screen that though, TV. But you can create a space where people find yes. it out for themselves. Yeah, exactly. Go, Do you know yeah. what? Sleeping in on Saturday feels really good. I'm going to yeah. Oh my god, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> And then it's up to us as parents to instill that level of guilt and paranoia in our children. That means they never enjoy anything again. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, thank you so much, Cindy Thanks, Darnell. Cindy. You're very, very welcome. It was my pleasure. Oh, oh she's good. She's good, she's isn't she? She's good, <laughs> yes. Are you scissoring some woman while you say that? Maybe. <laughs> I am what is known as... A difficult artist. Talk poofy to me. Actually, there's your point. Don't get involved full stop. Don't get involved full stop. Too dangerous. Like, I actually... I actually am starting to become resentful of her for bringing it up in the first place. Is yeah. she bringing it up just to find out if he's brought it up? Is that I don't know. Uh, I don't but know. But this is the kind of the the particular kind of domain of the gay friend, isn't it? Yes, yes. and it's annoying. Yeah, I don't like being the gay friend sometimes. I don't yeah, like true. being the one that has. I've been to eight abortions for fuck's sake. I never fucked any You've of those only bitches. Seen seven of my shows, <laughs> I... though, Adam. <laughs> no, one of them was Wes's. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never, you know, I never got any of those fucking bitches knocked wow. up. I never had anything to do with these terminations. Yeah. But I'm the one that has to go because I can't see him today. And it's like, oh, okay. So you need someone to come with you because I know you're going to be under general anaesthetic and you can't go home on your own. Yeah, wow. but you know what? Hello, the, the, Mr. Responsible. The, the flip side, the flip side of that, though, is that it goes to the heart that gay people, are, especially of our age, who have had to have some knocks on the way through, yeah. are resilient yeah. and wise. Yes. That is the compliment they are being paid, that is being paid yes. to us. Yes. I get that, but I however, want to be shallow and, however, and, and, and judgmental. I draw the line <laughs> at four abortions. 
if you're if you're abortion number five, nah, sorry. No, 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 no these deal. were different people. Like this was, you know, eight abortions. I, I didn't think no, it was eight abortions. Was, eight no, for one it wasn't person. Like one person. <laughs> it was like the one person on the same day. She had to <laughs> it was Octo Mum. Yeah. On, on the upside, though, I did go to one where. <laughs> This friend of mine. Did you hire a clown? Yes. No. <laughs> I was like, the, like I went to the clinic, like you know where you sit in the waiting room, mm. and I was like, I've been here before, and I had to. I went there once <sighs> when my mum had a an op, like she had to have some operation thing. Yeah, she was you mm-hmm. know going through menopause and had to do some things. It was all the mm. build up or something. I don't know what goes on. And I was sitting there at the age of I think nineteen. <gasps> oh God. With my you know forty eight year old mum, and all these people looking at me like. Ugh. Oh, it's May, December. When I find, and I was like, why is everyone looking at me like, I, you know, oh, maybe I'll smell because I went So out. at the time, like, you like, didn't know it was. I didn't know abortion. that. that oh, and then wow. I went to the first abortion and I was like, oh, oh. baby daddy. <laughs> now why I know why everyone was judging me. It's full of teenage girls crying. It's very distressing. Right, yes. And um, so, yeah, there's all these teenage girls crying, all really upset. And my friend comes out. <laughs> Like Doolally from the general anesthetic <laughs> puts her hands on her hips and goes, Look, it's the new me. <laughs> 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 oh my god, she's camping the new art. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so inappropriate. Oh my god. <laughs> so, you know, maybe maybe there is an upside to eight abortions. Wow. <laughs> and being the best friend of people who are really fucking needy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't so just nothing, just continue yeah, to do nothing. Yeah, I reckon. You've, you've got an it. out because he hasn't mentioned it. You've got an out. You I don't can't. actually you can't get in the middle and you don't have to. Right. Just wash your hands of it and walk away. Right. And talk to us about it. Conti- keep us yeah, updated. Yeah, keep us updated. What's going on. Because <laughs> I, I, I want to know what, how that pans out. <laughs> sausages. Mm, can you see my lovely sausages? Poof it to me. Oh, that's been the Poofcast. Uh, thanks to all our special guests. And thank you for writing in. Please continue to write. Poofcast oh, at talkingpoofy.com.au or on the Facebook page. Yeah, go on. Or, you know, wherever else you want to... Can can we do one episode where it's just a top and a tail and then 30 minutes of bonus track? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do. (laughs) Now I remember. (laughs) Oh, God. Sorry, where's his gear again? (laughs) He's just uncrossed his legs. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back next time on the podcast. Hi. He wants Hello. you to buy an insurance plan. Yeah. <laughs> Have you thought about providing for your retirement? That's right. Do you want to protect your flaps from massive black cock? 
<laughs> Why are you selling black cock insurance? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, prolapse wow. insurance. Yeah. You kept that a secret from yeah. me. Lucky with your, you're with Amy. We'll come and push it back in for you. <laughs> <laughs> Talk poofy to me.